They said it's just important as a group to keep their focus. Controlling the things we can control and not waste energy on things we can't. They said let's move on from game four and just play the game of hockey. And that's what they did. And because of that, we are one win away from the Stanley Cup Finals. Let me say that again. One win away from the Stanley Cup Finals. Ladies and gents, welcome to another episode of the Curfew Boys, live in their basements. Let me introduce you to my boys. We got Baba Zook. And now. We got Fireman Sam. Yo. We got Chipman Adri. Hello. We got Statman Joe. What's up, what's up? And officially, after seeing his Instagram post today, he is now officially GQ Chris. And no more Cousin Chris. No, no, fuck it's you. Done. Him it's done. It's done. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he said yeah, it no, himself. No. Who's going to stop me? You? He said it himself. Both of, both of you can't stop me. No, 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 no. He's Cousin Chris to me, so shut up. <laughs> Guys, it came out showing character. They blocked out all the noise. They played the game of hockey. And guess what? They beat the Vegas Knights. 3-1 in game five, which brings them home tomorrow night. Yes, to all your listeners. Uh, oh. 4-1, sorry. To all our listeners, we're <laughs> recording not counting the, day. the open goal. <laughs> we're recording the day after the game. So, yes, tomorrow night, game six. I think you meant 3-1 series, Center. though. Yeah. It's 3-2. <laughs> it's 3-2 series. If, if, you, if, if you didn't count the fourth no, goal, I didn't it's an count open the fourth goal. No, it's I, not that. If the followers would see what he looks like right now. You'd understand all the mix-up. I was so numb in the ah. third period of how scared I was after that first goal. Because listen to this, okay? And then yeah. I, I, I know Sam has something to say. So I feel it that he has something big to say. So yeah. before we get there, I can't take it anymore with these commentators. Dude, it's like, I know where you're going. Like, did you hear the third period? Okay. Take it every five minutes. One goal every five minutes. Five, five minute segments. Okay. It's like they want to score. Then- they yeah. scored the first five minutes uh, no. at the five minute four mark, minutes yeah. at the four minute mark. Yes, yeah. so they're like, okay, they fit, they 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 scored the first in the first five minutes. Perfect. Let's move on to the next segment. Fuck and this off. is the Canadian broadcasting guys. This is the Canadian uh, I know. broadcasting. I can't take Who cares? It anymore. Who cares? No, but it's just, it's just, it's just, yeah, it, I know, it but aggravates it, me. It scares me. It's, it's still better than TVA. They're, though. they're just, they're just <laughs> jealous. That's all. They're just jealous. I'm gonna start by saying this, guys. No, sorry, Joe. I gotta say this. Sure. I'm gonna start off. I am not wasting a single moment complimenting the refs in yesterday's game, okay? Because the Canadians did exactly what they said they were going to do, and they did exactly what I hoped they were going to do. They sucked it up, they moved on, and they played hockey. After that disaster in game four, that's exactly what they did. They played the best 60-minute hockey we've seen all season, okay? The defense was beyond stellar. Carry Price is Carry Price, and the kids carried the team last night. Cole Caulfield, Jesperi Kakanyemi, Nick Suzuki played like elite talent. That's how they played yesterday. I'm going to add in even veteran leadership. Eric Stahl getting the game winner. Corey Perry, that pass to Caulfield on that power play, how he distracted and had two guys on him thinking he was going to score and he made that pass to Caulfield what a play 
What a play, man. What a game yesterday. This is this is the Canadians we haven't seen anywhere close all season. There's this team, guys, has belief beyond any degree we've seen. We the closest thing we saw this was back in 2014 when they went to the the Eastern Conference Finals, and then that disaster, Chris Kreider, that bastard had to run to carry price. This team is is different than than the 2014 team. This team, there's a level of belief that we haven't seen. Okay. And I'm just gonna make I'm gonna make one thing clear. I know in game three, when they won in overtime, I said this is the most wins the Canadians had since 1993. I realize the guy, you guys correct me saying in 2014, they lost four, two in the series. So they did have at least 10 wins. Now the Canadians have 11 wins. My error when I said that was like, was, was, was Carey Price now has a playoff record in his career. Most playoff wins in a playoff run and congratulations to him being the, the, the goaltender of the Canadians history, history of the Canadians goaltending to have most wins on the road. Carey Price is on wow. another level, guys. I don't know if you saw the video of him in the hallway just before oh, they were getting yeah. on the ice for the open, for, for no. the start of the game. He let out he, he let out this war cry that that we've we've this is the first time in his career since he started. What do you mean war cry? In, in, he he let out like as they were walking. So Suk, you know you know they have that hallway in the arena right just before, before going on ice. Yes. Okay. At the, the start tunnel. of the game, the, yes, exactly. At the start of the game, right before he got on the, he let out this like war cry. Oh, He's, cool. Like, like I, I, it, I've like, never cool. seen, never seen anything like this. I've never even seen him. The most excited I've seen Carey Price is in, in his entire career is when he won maybe the gold medal for Canada in the World Juniors, not even mm. in the Olympics. The World Juniors. That's when I saw him the most happy and excited and emotional. And he was like dude, a kid. <laughs> and he was a kid. Dude, this guy is in the zone. Yeah. He's in the zone. He's getting into the heads of the Vegas Golden Knights. He's doing the exact same thing like he did to Winnipeg. Nice. He's doing the exact same thing like they that did to Toronto. That save in the third period, though, eh? That Oof. save in the third period was so key and huge yeah. to keep the game at 3-1. This is, this is unbelievable. Yeah. That's Carey Price. That was that's, Carey that, Price. That, that, it's that's hard to Price. believe a guy that speaks one word but that's for months. It. He, he, he's fired up. You could tell he wants it. You can tell Shea Weber wants it. You could tell even guys like Corey Perry and Eric Stahl, even though they've won it in their careers, they want it again, man. I love that story about Corey Perry not wanting to get picked up by another team when he was put on waivers at the beginning of the season, saying that he wants to stay with Montreal because he believes in this team, that they have something special. I I'm so 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 happy. I'm done. I'm I, I'm done saying what I had to say. I know he's also I, a I, really big hat fan too, right? Like, I, I want to let uh, yeah he is. I want to let Joey say something quickly. But before that, a couple episodes ago, episodes ago, or before this series started, and we said it a couple episodes ago about GM of the year or how do you rate um, Mark Bejevin this season or whatever. We all said nine on ten, eight on ten, and. Some of you said three on 10, all that stuff, right? Six. Yesterday, yesterday. I said game, eight. I said nine, eight or nine. Yesterday was a perfect example of what this guy did. The combination of the young and the old, the veterans of experience, 
and the, 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 the young talent that we have and the character that we have. Yesterday was just a perfect example showing and demonstrating what Mark Benjamin built this season. I'm sorry. Yep. Yes, he didn't win it. The GM of the year yesterday. I know yesterday. He got most first place votes, he, by the way. He was he was runner up though. He was he was runner up uh, of Lula, from Lamorello. So he was he basically he basically won second place, which still well deserved. Well deserved. Doesn't matter who won. At the end of the day, yesterday was a perfect example of what this te- what this guy built, and it was just perfect. Like perfect yesterday. The the old the experienced, the young talent, the elite talent, the goaltending. Yesterday was uh, the episode before we said they played a nearly perfect game. Yesterday yeah. was a perfect they car- game. Dude, they car- They literally picked up from where they left off game four. Despite the disaster officiating that game, they picked up right where they left off from game four, took it into game five, and gave it to the Knights, man. So, Go for it, Joe. Beautiful. Yeah, I wanted to start with... Uh with Gallagher's quote again, like I mentioned last, uh, last episode. So I made a really bold take and what Gallagher said uh, at the end in one of the uh, interviews, either after the game or the day after they lost in game four was good teams know how to win on at home, but uh, great teams know how to win in the toughest environment. Yeah. And he, he ended up being correct. Not only did he shut, shut up about 18,000 people at the T-Mobile arena, which is, insanely loud he shut me up as well i made a bold statement i thought uh the canadians would have lost momentum going into this game because of what happened in game four and they did not so uh, they, they didn't surprise me of how they played they just surprised me of how the um, result of how they ex- the result with the execution but you know what they played just as well in game three as they did in game four just in game four they executed a little bit better that was the key difference and I don't even blame Flurry. We just execute a little better. So whether it was Leonard or Flurry, I don't think the result would have, would have mattered. Yeah, but Joey, defensively- Joey, Joey, let me ask you this though. Sorry, as as a coach, like Leonard won the game for you, but Flurry's what? been there all. Flurry has incredible un- numbers, and he brought you all the way there. I, I think understand that. It was just a motivation boost. Dude, that that was a. I'm sorry, bad bad call. But they didn't even. It, yeah, it ended up looking like a bad call. But even if I'm not even, was I'm not even complaining, I, I I'm don't not, think. No, I'm not even complaining. I, we got the win, so I'm happy. <laughs> exactly. I don't think. I think with Leonard in there, I don't think the the result changes. Maybe the scoreline a little bit, but I don't think the result changes. And the team, the team just is fully is full of confidence. They're not. The high power scoring team we're used to, yeah, like like a lot of what the NHL wins these days. But they're getting it done in the areas which they succeed is defensively, and they get timely uh, plays and goals. But they get them from using all five of their players, and they transition very well. Which, which what we said, transition was their biggest was their biggest one of their biggest strength of them generating goals. I'll even give. Um, I'll even give, look, I'll give uh, credit to John Merrill. John Merrill was part of uh, two, uh, was part of both plays that were Canadians scored two goals. He, he actually moved the puck like little, you're talking little, like little passes that made, that made the plate happen. And I've always shit on John Merrill, but he had a decent game and everybody played. The kids have swagger. They're playing with confidence. Caulfield, everyone says they know he's a scorer. He's going to shoot the puck. 
Leonard wanted to be bullshitting here on Twitter saying, yeah, he's going to go five hole or up high. And what did he do? He went neither on Fleury and he scored. So it just shows you he has, he has tremendous IQ, just as Suzuki does. And the team all around just oh has some, so, some unreal did, chemistry. Did Suzuki Look, remind you guys of a young Patrice Bergeron? Last night, absolutely, absolutely. The only, hmm. the only Unreal. negative, and I'll, I'll, I'll just get this out of the way right now, is the defensive zone face-off yeah. that they need to clean yeah. up. That's yeah. the only negative I'll give. But beyond yeah. that, defensively, it's just an, it's just a, an absolute masterclass. They're, they're letting nothing go. Look, before Pacioretty scored, Vegas forwards all series has three goals. Now they have four with Pacioretty. Caulfield himself has three goals. So just before Pacioretty scored, you're talking five games and two periods. Caulfield has as many goals as all of the Fords on Vegas. That's combined. that's insane. That's it, it, Joe. To add to add to that, Joe, it's it's crazy to think. And Vito said this that the Montreal Canadiens have more depth down the middle than, than Vegas, Vegas does. does. And, yeah. and and imagine they're all like Chandler Stevenson is playing tonight. I got worried for a second, but first of all. Dude, oh, that puck drop, not uh, like, I'm like, Chandler, I, I, I don't know. I, I did not. No, he's no, a that, decent player, Zook. He's, a, he's, a, he's a very good player, but like, you're there thinking like, and then, then very good. Carlson. He's like an Armia caliber, in my opinion. Anyways. Dude, with, bars, uh, with, bars, I, with Barzell speed. And don't, don't, yeah, don't, no, don't, he's don't, fast, don't, he's fast, don't he's down fast, talk fast. Armia like that. Armia's fucking solid, these playoffs. No, no, that's what not what I mean. I'm saying caliber of player. He's not like a Barzell, you know, or a, a top line center. He's a decent player. That's that's it. You stop him, that, it's that done. Was, Same with Pacioretty. You stop him, the team loses. That's it. What, ben Sherratt was all over Pacioretty. It was well, that's amazing it. to see. I was actually quite pissed that he scored because breaking news: Chris Lee is doing it again tonight. So far, uh, oh, really no. bad, nasty cross check in the so head. So wait a second. On, Does that mean he's not? Pl- he's, he's not refing tomorrow. He's refing. Uh, Right now, currently, Ampo, Ampo but, versus, but that means uh, he's not thing. he's not refing tomorrow. He's not refing tomorrow. No. No. That's a good but news. it's all over oh. Twitter right now. Milch Melnick, uh, all oh, the analysts are saying, "What the hell is going on?" Again. So then, so then, so then, what do you mean? What the hell you, is going on? We so know. then, so then, you know what? You Anthony and you Joey can take your conspiracy theories <laughs> about the ref fucking want not wanting the needs to go to play the the Santa Cup finals. You can take those theories and you know where you can shove them. Let, let's let's in the back. Hold on. Right let's uh, on here with Chris. <laughs> Bring it. I Bring want to finish it. my last point on on Vegas side. Uh, the, the the defense was was so well played. Yeah, the defense was playing so well yesterday. Uh, DeBoer actually reminded me of Ducharme's uh, first two games of Montreal. He just kept mixing lines to try to find something that worked. And it actually made them worse because they could not figure out Montreal at all. i never yep. seen such a good five-on-five team look like they were playing like the, I, I would say the Ottawa Senators, but they have a number even worse than the, the Detroit Red Wings, uh, Coyotes. i have yeah. never seen such a... <laughs> Such a whole good five-on-five team. Like, I like the Coyotes. Not be able I have, to perform anything. I have a I have a question for you all, and it's not discrediting Ducharme the way he's been coaching these these playoffs. But who's been behind? Who's been the behind the bench of the Canadians for the majority of Vegas? Uh, Luke Richardson. Say, Luke Richardson, who's an anglophone. Is anybody complaining? No, they're not. 
wink, wink. Oh, wait, wait. First time. wink, maybe wink. The, maybe the players yeah. are understanding the coach for the first time. Because especially no. the ones coming from do you, fairly yes. English. Do you, do you, do you hear English. the system have, has been created have you heard, all those guys? Have, have you heard good. Luke Richardson's like press conferences? They're amazing. They're amazing. He's, he's spectacular. If, this guy is super intellectual. It's amazing. You know, he is, he's very coach, intellectual. Guys, if the charm <laughs> continues to coach, I think Luke Richardson should give the press conferences, though. I think he should hand them <laughs> so He's got to learn French. He's gonna not going to happen. Okay. The Luke Richardson better not go anywhere. That's all I'm saying. But you guys do know the charm is still coaching on zoom calls in the in the yes room oh yeah yeah no he, yes, he's still he very much there and i think yeah but, yeah but luke richardson's doing press conferences so <laughs> before we get to chris we need to add joel bouchard some way don't want to lose that guy uh keep him in laval for now yeah, yeah i know but keep him in laval for now while he could develop some future upcoming talent and turn them into the elite talent that anthony wants so badly yeah <laughs> Look, uh, all heart uh, before, is bringing us where we are now Go do it every team every team has heart but yeah any- for sure before making any points, I just wanted to hear who was the player who got cross-checked. Was it Barzell? To the Barzell, cro- four, Barzell no. cross-checked in 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 the previous no, game. No, 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 no. But who got and, cross-checked in this particular game? Okay, uh, tonight's the, game. No, hold cool. on. I'll write. I'll go. Or like cross-checked which team? Hold on. I think oh. it was to Tampa Bay. Hold on. Oh, where is it now? You know, laugh. There's a pet. There's a petition. I think Chris is going to be calling on the for him angle. to get fired. 27,000 yeah, 27, 27, yeah. signatures. I'm, I'm just curious to know simply because, because... Chris, your angle is going to be about the Islanders, you know, about Tapa being in the yeah. finals. He said exactly it last time. Yeah. That. I said it last time. I said if the calls are going against two teams, it's against Montreal and it's against the Islanders. So if it's against the Islanders, I'm not surprised. I'll wait uh, for the answer. But in between time. All he wrote uh, was Chris Lee missed a nasty cross check on the best forward in the playoffs. Stop Kuch- killing Kucherov. Uh, yes, Kucherov. That, 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 Kucherov's the best players. Uh, he left. Kucherov's out. Yeah, he left He's the out. Game. He won. He left oh, the game. Okay. 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 One. One second. Okay. One game at a time. So no. Look, I think this success that the Canadians have had can be attributed to a few things. And funny enough, it's just the stereotypical uh, rhetoric that gets said every year. The team has come together. And honestly, of the four teams that are remaining in the playoffs, I've never seen such a unified team. The fist bumps during the, uh, during the media scrums. Yes. Uh, they're, they're really coming together as a group. Everybody, and this is something that we've discussed during the year. Remember when we were talking about Dano not knowing his place and, and talking about being a goal scorer and wanting to have his contract? Yes, and every, I, everybody, yeah, I recall that very well, yes. Everybody has <laughs> shut their mouth. They understand their role. They're following the game plan to a T. They've come together. They are genuinely a family. And... The other thing, your goaltender gets hot. So your team comes together. You follow the game plan down to a T. Your goaltender gets hot. Honestly, confidence. they have confidence. They have momentum going for them. Honest to God, that's usually all it takes. And when you say a goaltender is good, we have great. When you say the team has to come together, they're like a family. When they say they're following a game plan, honestly... It's they're 
280, like machines on the ice. It's, it's incredible to see. I love what's going on behind the bench. I love how they're facing adversity. I love the us versus the world mentality. And, you know, I think no matter what we face, just those elements on their own, it really doesn't matter. We have what it takes to make it to the top and to achieve the ultimate prize. Question for you guys. Yep. Okay. And uh, I want to hear from, I'm, I'm actually, <laughs> we already got the answer from Zook one episode or two, but I, I, this is a serious question and I'll, I'll um, I'm curious here. Uh, I'm going to call TSN 690 because they said that that was the question today. Which centerman impressed you the most so far this series, Dano or Suzuki? Suzuki. Suzuki. Oh boy! Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's, Say it's it again. Tough... Which which centerman yeah. between Dano and Suzuki impressed you so far the most since the start of the series? I'm gonna uh, say since Dano. The start of the, I'm gonna say Dano as well. It's a tough Suzuki. question because they're, pl- oh, they're both fuck. playing very well. series. Uh, you know what, guys? Series. I'm going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, no, in this in in the playoffs in the playoffs, playoffs or, in the, playoffs, since, the entire since playoffs. playoffs. And Joey, I say this for one reason. Look, I'm a bigger Suzuki fan. Hands down, I'll sell my cat for, to, to prove that. But that being said, Dano stopped all the top-tier elite guys from not scoring goals. I agree with you. And that's a fucking can't, feat and a half. Look, you can't go without both. Right, you right, need right. absolutely exactly. both. But Suzuki. How many times has Sam mentioned the Patrick, Patrice Bergeron? Yes, goal? yes. Not, hands not down, only yeah, he has he more been offensive the best offensive too. center yeah. or even the best offensive player, he's still providing a good ton of defense. He's not playing against the shit players. Remember, he came up against William Nylander's line. He's coming up against the William Carlson, yeah. uh, Jonathan Marcheseau line. So he's playing good players. The only reason I gave it to Suzuki is because Suzuki has been the best offensive player for Montreal. And he's been maybe as a forward, what, top three, top five defense, whereas Deno has been the top, top defensive, but he's absolutely at the bottom of the list offensively. Mm-hmm. Yes, because I know his role is to take care of defense, but that's why Suzuki has been doing it on both ends. Whereas Dano's done it on one end. That's the reason I would give it to Suzuki. I absolutely agree. Without Suzuki, look, uh, overtime winners. Uh, look, look at the pass. Look at the play that he cut off. Takes the puck from Mark Stone, knocks it up the ice to Perry Caulfield. Third defensive goal. play. That, exactly, exactly. Yeah. His defensive play has been outstanding. Has he been the one to single-handedly shut them down? Like Joey said, no, absolutely not. But the offensive contributions along with the defensive ones, even on the penalty kill, outstanding. And he's 20 years old. I'm literally staring at the TV yesterday going, no, 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 no. Caulfield, Suzuki, KK, Romanov. uh, Like, we actually have, and look, let's enjoy the moment. Let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. But we actually have a disgustingly good for that establishing themselves and getting all playoff experience at a super young age, which is incredibly exciting. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, uh, you all bring up very, very, very good points. Zook, you bring up a good point. Joey, Chris, man, that's a freaking tough question. I'm going to go with, honestly, actually, Joey said it best. You can't have one without the other. I'm going with both. And the reason why I'm going to say that is because... You can't do that. You're another actor. Shut up. Yeah. Uh, shut up. I can do what I want. Shut, shut up, up Joel. Joel, just shut up and listen. <laughs> Those you don't days like it, used to get you, mad at me for doing that. He's doing if it now. You, if you don't like it, you can leave. <laughs> okay? I'm going go to fucking say whatever I want, number one. Here's <laughs> the reason why I'm saying both, whether you <laughs> like it or not, Joey. Fucking guy. Um <laughs> The point of the playoffs is not to score more goals than the opponent. It's to allow lesser goals than your opponent. And there's a big difference between the two. So that's why I'm saying both because they're both getting, they're, they're, they're getting the job done. It's, it's so difficult to, to pick one. It really is because I knew Dano was good defensively. I didn't think he was this good. And it's, it's, and, and, and the reason why we also say that is because we haven't seen Philip Dano and the Montreal Canadiens go this far into the playoffs. I don't, I, uh, Philip Dano was not part of the 2014 team. So mm-hmm. we, didn't re- we didn't really have a chance to, to see what Philip, can, Philip Dano can do into the playoffs as, as deeper, uh, uh, the more they go. But Nick Suzuki, man. This, 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 I remember Eric Lindros once said, this kid is the real deal at the end of the bubble playoffs last year, last summer. Eric Lindros right. He's said this. Concussed, but... I, I, I think for once his brains are, are, are coming back together. No, actually, yeah. He, said, he, said, Nick, he said Nick Suzuki is the real deal. Absolutely. Also, I'm going to add in an unsung hero. I think Jesperi Kakanyemi deserves Fuck. a lot of credit. hundred percent. Jesperi Kakanyemi right now is my unsung hero. And when you have and when you have a guy like Scotty Bowman that says this kid is gonna be a very good player. I listen to him. You listen. You don't doubt it. No. You don't question it. You could take whatever Brady Kachuk fucking love that you have and you know what you can do with it what's gonna happen you know you know you know you know where you can shove it okay take your love for brady kachuk take your fucking bergevin made a mistake drafting kk instead of brady kachuk i don't care if i'm saying this now and i don't care if i complain about yes next season right now i'm saying this okay if you don't like it too fucking bad. But Take your love for Brady Kachuk uh, yeah. and shove it. And Sam, just what, shove it. What happens yes, if he scores Kakenyemi. one more goal? He breaks. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Which is a great possibility. Which, which is a record that Brady Kachuk is never gonna get. Okay, okay this is gonna make the okay? playoffs. <laughs> you gotta make the Jesper Kakanyemi two <laughs> is, is he two, the playoffs two twice in three years, yeah. and he's got more goals than Thomas Tatar. Insane, eh? So take take whatever hate you have for this kid and leave. Get out. Don't, such a don't good kid. Be, 
don't be don't not dude there's been a lot of people this year who are like they drafted the wrong player no no i i don't care i don't care what anybody says we i said it a lot of people said it too defensing yes barry cock and yemi is it's it, he's pretty much a long-term investment kind of thing he's he's a kid you need time and patience with this kid given that time and patience and we all promise he'll deliver Okay, this kid, I am so freaking happy he's doing what he's doing. It's the, he's my unsung hero. So take it or leave I wanna, it. I want to say something to that, but before that, uh, the question, the the question I asked about Daniel and Suzuki, all good points. Like like you all said, I'm, I'm happy. Uh, I, if I have to choose one, it's Daniel, and I'm gonna tell you why. And looking at it, the way Joey said it. You're right. He's playing very well on both ends of the ice, offensively and defensively. And that's why probably Zuki deserves it more than Dano, if you ask the question. But the reason why I say Dano more is because we expect it from Suzuki. He was brought into this team and to this league to play that way. And because we've seen it already and he's still doing it and doing it better, the reason why I'm more impressed with Dano is because I've never seen that. And like Zook said, he's stopping the top end talent like Matthews, the, the, the Matthews, the, you know, everybody in Winnipeg. And now everybody in, in look, Vegas forwards have not scored anything. Like you said, Joel, three goals, uh, four goals after Pacioretty. Okay. Four goals in five games from the offensive line. And that's all. Okay. Yes. Carrie Price and our defensive core, but it's also that no, we're, we haven't let in Dano, one power play. Dano's part of the defensive core. We yep. stopped every power play. Every single one right now. We are the best yes, that's shorthanded, huge. Uh, shorthanded team in the league. So, history. And this huge in history huge. as well. Yeah. So, yeah. And that's, that's Dano. Again, with everybody else. So, yes, you're right. You can't have, like, having both on the team right now is key. They're, pl- they're both playing amazing hockey. But the reason why I say Dano is because I expect it from Suzuki. I didn't expect it from Dano. And that's why it impresses even more. Now, back to Kachuk and, and KK. 100% agree. We had this debate a few uh, episodes before the season, the, the playoffs started. And a lot of us were saying, oh, it was a mistake. We should have took Kachuk and this and that. The reason why I think KK is a, a better player, think about it. KK is performing the way he's performing under pressure under the media, under playoff hockey. Kachuk is playing in Ottawa where they're not even, they don't even, they're having fun, right? They're all half fans. No, hold on a second. Let's go back to Paling when he played the last game of the season against Toronto. There was nothing to play for. So when you have nothing to play for, you go all out and you show your talent and you have fun and you score five, six goals and you got a hat trick on the first game. Then he came into the league with the pressure and the media and all that stuff. And guess what? Now he's getting uh, better, I but I, I, I don't no. think the pressure in the media got to Paling. No, no, what it's I'm a, trying to think what I'm trying to say, it's different yeah. mindsets, right? When you're in, playing in Ottawa where you're playing for nothing because you're not That's making true. the playoffs and you're rebuilding, it's only normal they might shine more because they're just having fun on the ice. There's a difference between Kachuk and 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 KK. Let's see Kachuk in the playoffs. Let's see him when they're contending, and then we'll have this debate. But right now. <laughs> You can't say Kachuk is better. <laughs> and on top of it, guys, we have the fact that KK right now is going through school. 
he's learning more than most players right now at his age because he's going deep in the playoffs. So that's it's, only going to benefit him for the next, you know, 15 years of his career. That. It's great. Ding, 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 ding. And then the, <laughs> um, the TSI panel I follow for their hockey analysts, they actually mentioned the young guys, uh, Krakenemi, Suzuki, Caulfield, and even Romanov to a certain extent. They're getting about 10 years experience just playing this playoff run. That's which crazy. is massive going forward. That's insane. And I, and I think Joey which is mentioned it yesterday, which I laughed, which it's a, it's a bloody fact. I was even reading some comments on YouTube, the same comment. It's not even considered Cold Coffee's rookie season yet. <laughs> nope. No, but that's but, even but, weirder. Next dude. season. Well, no, but yes, it is. But the reason but why people Caulfield, are like, wow, that's fucked up. No, but the reason why Caulfield is playing the way he is, I'm telling you, I've said this before and I said this He's once insane, again, dude. that extra season that he took yeah. to go play in NCAA under Tony Granato yeah. and his and and using him as a mentor, as a mm-hmm. mentor, excuse me, worked wonders for this kid. And it all started, I said this before again, it all started by him winning the gold medal in the World Junior Tournaments, okay? You, People need to understand that these tournaments for these young kids are huge steps into their development. Mm. Huge, especially when they go further and especially when they win the gold medal. Okay. This year, Caulfield went from a potential star player to a guaranteed future star player. That's that like, and, and imagine he did that from, from January when they had the tournament from January up until June that he did that in six months in six months. That's unreal. And he only played 10 NHL games. He's played more playoff games in his career for now than regular season NHL games. And to, and to think, and to think that they benched him for the first two, three games against Toronto. Follow the plan. Follow the master plan. Keep him in Laval. We were all wrong. Look, I'm the first to admit it. Anyway, said to keep him in Laval. Proved proved me wrong too, man. He proved me wrong. I like it's. It's. I'm. 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 I'm surprised, and at the same time, too, I'm like thinking, just looking back, real, real quick, Chris. Just thinking back on this kid's development from January up till now, like I'm there looking back, thinking, like, yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised that he's that good. Well, look. He has a big fan now in Craig Button. Yeah. Calling him uh, an elite school score. Elite, elite, elite. Craig, Craig, Craig Button. Your favorite Craig Sam. Button can go to hell. Well, or like Joey says, he can go fuck himself. <laughs> well, I, I was sure that Caulfield was – my biggest fear was that he was going to get taken out physically. And clearly, he's always been on the lookout to protect himself. He's doing a great job in the playoffs. I love the way he circles around. He doesn't necessarily yes. go into the pile, but he knows where to go ahead of time and he cuts off all sorts of mm-hmm. plays. And as much as we've been complimenting Suzuki, uh, I'm going to stick with Suzuki. I think KK is a slight step behind Suzuki and even Caulfield. But what I find so special about Caulfield is offensively, not as an all-round player, but as, as a as an attacking, uh, as a guy on the attack, he is literally an X factor. He can make a play on his own. He can exploit an open space, like uh, unlike any of our other players. It's insane to watch. And again, I'm not calling him the best player all around, but honestly, take the rest of the roster. Offensively, he's got the... 
he's he's the best offensive player we got, and he's an offensive spark unlike anybody else on this team, and uh, unlike anybody else that we've had for years. It's it's so funny you mentioned he's a spark because all this started when he came into the team when he came, yeah. when when he got called up. It yeah. seemed like I know we all mentioned this before. He brought new life. It 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 shows. It shows. I think. I I I I think a genius move by Bergevin to call him up at the time he did. It's yeah. he he he, he, he really he literally gave this team new life. And good and good on them. Good on management. Yeah. Good on coaching. And what I just find again, I'm gonna I'm gonna reiterate the fact that. that not only do we have young and extremely talented players, we have players who can play in big moments. So Matthew and Marner, who don't give a shit about them. I'm so, so, so happy that we have guys who know how to step up their game when it actually does count. One more game, nope. guys. Just one more, one game. more game. So guys, uh, we're coming to an end. Uh, we have a special, I guess it's a special last minute of play. Mr. Adri Chipman. Adri has, um, he kind of hyped us all yeah, day. He did. I've been waiting. Great last minute of play segment. So the floor is yours, my man. Okay, relax. It was just a suggestion. <laughs> oh, no, I'm so just excited. Because th- this is because of you, I am. Because you're stupid, I'm... superstitious bullshit. Oh, I'm getting a chubby got... even more now. <laughs> got into my head. <laughs> I didn't watch the game at all last night. And they, and they won. Okay. <laughs> Listen, and the thing is, the, the night, answer is no. <laughs> but <laughs> the reason why it's bothering me is because of game four. I the now I watched maybe mid third, or I had checked my phone and they were winning, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna watch the rest of the game. They lost. So don't watch game six. Uh, you better not. Then yet, yes, yesterday, same scenario. I look at my phone. I see it, and then I'm, I look at my basically my wife, and I'm like, I think I'm gonna have to miss the game tonight because it I felt think, too much. Like I think I have to miss the game tomorrow night. So <laughs> who's superstitious now? I don't know. I, 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 I miss Mr. Superstitious, but I'm trying to. St- Snap out of it because I want to enjoy mis- this nah, moment. You're, you're Mr. Conspiracy, also. Don't forget. I'm Mr. Everything. So, is your question so basically, do I, do I watch game six or not? No. <laughs> My answer is different. Whatever you feel you want to do. Why? Because there's uh, thousands... stop being PC. Stop being politically correct. Adrian, don't I'm you fucking dare watch the fans game. Out there, millions of fans out there. Why would it be you the cause of the loss? As I'm, I'm telling not saying to, it's I, me. I'm That's what you tell yourself, Anthony. I'm telling myself that every day. So <laughs> you have to see me yesterday. You're one part of, at least I'm not yelling at my kids. Guys, I, you're I one part of the piece of I yelled at him yesterday. Them... There was something on my table. He comes and said, uh, the first period, we're winning one nothing. He doesn't kiss me goodnight. And he takes this thing from the table and he moves it. And shit. he was way upstairs. <laughs> I'm like, Mateo, Mateo, come back down. Come back down. He comes back down. I'm like, he's like, what? What's wrong? And take take out the belt. Put it back. Put it back. What do you mean? Put it back. Put it back. He put it back. Travis wants to sleep. We're pretty sure in his head. He was like, fuck you, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gents. Guys, 
Like, uh, oh my god, if you haven't felt the anxiety, if you haven't felt the anxiety all series, this is the time where you should feel it. So, I need a new heart, that's for sure. I need a new heart. Our followers can answer the question, too. So, basically, the question is to all listeners out there, should AJ watch next game, which is tomorrow night, boys? One win away. <sighs> to all our listeners out there, to all our fans out there, follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Apple Podcasts, on Google, and on Anchor. Please leave an honest review. We would greatly appreciate the feedback. It's only going to make us better. Uh, until next time. Tomorrow night, boys. Tomorrow night, guys. I'm sure what a day it's going to be tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow's St. Jean-Baptiste. Bonne fête nationale. Bonne fête nationale to all our Quebec listeners out there. Hopefully uh, we have more don't drink too much. Absolutely. Have fun. I'm nauseous thinking about tomorrow. Oh my God. On va se faire défoncer, tabarnak. I'm so nervous. I'm going to show you how I'm going to show you. Man, à tous, mes, à tous nos amis québécois, bonne fête euh, nationale demain. Bonne fête nationale. Amusez-vous. Go Habs, go. go Until go. tomorrow. Bye, bye. Bye now. Good night.